We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So, Ryan, we're going to have some fun here. We did have a couple. Uh, we're not doing a mailbag today. We did have a super chat from Raymond Hardy. He says, for the dog treats. Thank you very, very much, Raymond. <laughs> we had to get this one, Ryan. This is the only buy, seller hold that we're bringing up that's not from a premium message board because I just liked it too much. Beezer 12 washing beard. Buy, seller hold. Stephen A. Smith and Paul Feinbaum have an, a combined IQ of 95. I, I'm uh, buying that they have a combined – they have higher than a, a 95 as just a – uh, wait, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I, I, I incorrectly read that. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about just an actual IQ. I am, I am selling that they have a 95 in football IQ because yes. all due respect to Stephen A. Stephen, Stephen A. knows basketball. Like I'll listen to him on his basketball takes, but he doesn't know ball. He doesn't know football that well. And it's the same guy that thought Dwayne Haskins' best attribute was his running ability. Yes, it's yes. like the and least Paul, mobile and, quarterback and Paul, Ohio State's ever had. And then Paul Feinbaum's just an STC guy, so he doesn't know that there's anything outside of STC country. So, yeah. His will, terrible takes. I will sell that to have that. Takes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Buy, sell, or hold. They have a combined IQ of, of 95. I'm selling it because I don't think their football IQ is that high. I don't. Yes. Yes. I don't. I All right. I just, had to, I just had to go there. At one point, so, yeah. What's that? I thought What'd it said regular IQ. I thought it said regular no, IQ at first. No. I'm like, oh, I think they're smart people overall. But yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I like that he put football IQ because it is not yes. high. All right, let's get yeah. to some more questions from the board, Ryan. These are going to be more big picture 2024 season type of things from people that yeah. uh, didn't listen to the instructions, but they still resulted in some very good questions. So we got a couple from Tommy Reese's bail money. No, oh my God. buy, sell, or hold. <laughs> Notre Dame finishes the year with a top 10 defense and a top 10 offense. Buying it, buying it. Yeah. I mean, they, they did it this year. I think the defense is going to be they're, they're going to, It's going to be sustainable defensively. And I think the offense is going to be even better than it was in 2023 with Mike Denbrock now a part of the fold. So I will buy that one. Yes. Top 10 in both attributes. 
Agree. I'm a buy on that one as well. Notre Dame has 2,000 yard scrimmage back yard. I like this 2,000 yeah. yard scrimmage backs and a thousand yard wide receiver. Sell just because of the thousand yard receiver. I, I'm not sold that there's going to be a thousand yard receiver. Do, do I think that there's a very, uh, there's a good chance that both Jeremiah Love and Jadarian Price go over a thousand all purpose yards? Yes, I can buy that one for sure. The wide receiver one, I just, I need to see what it looks like after spring. Like, is Chris Mitchell really that dude? You know what I mean? And if guys are able to stay healthy and there's a lot of variables that are going to be there. So I will sell that part of it, but I would buy just the first half of it. Yeah. I mean, look, the reality is Ryan is, is if Logan Diggs and Audric estimate can go over a thousand yards, both of them a thousand yards in the same season, then there's no reason. And they did, they both did that. They both went yes. over a thousand yards of all just offense rushing and receiving two years ago. Then this group duo certainly can. And uh, yep. so, yeah, I'm there, but I, I'm with you. I don't think you can do that and have it. Th- I think it's like one or the other. You're either going to have a thousand yard receiver <laughs> and those, you know, but like, I just don't know that. And, and the, yeah, it, it, it's going to be tough, but yes, I, I would buy on the first one, sell on the second one. And I'm selling completely on the two together. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Tommy Reese's yep. bail money also says Notre Dame. This is this is a good one for you, Ryan. This is for next year's draft. Next year's draft. Okay. So get your thinking cap off on related to Notre Dame. Buy, okay. sell, or hold. Notre Dame has six or more players drafted in the first three rounds in next year's draft. Sell, sell. That's a lot, okay. man. Six in the first three mm-hmm. rounds is a lot of dudes. I mean, I'm thinking like. Benjamin Morrison obviously is going to be in that conversation. We're going to have Xavier Watts in that conversation. Maybe RJ Oben, maybe, but I mean, he's Mm -hmm. a question mark as of now. So even if I count him, that's only three defensively because it's a pretty young group. I don't think I wouldn't put Riley Mills in there right now. I wouldn't put Howard Cross in there right now. Offensively, who am I putting in? Riley Leonard. Mitchell Evans, maybe. Oh, yeah, Riley Riley Leonard. Okay, I'll give you Riley Leonard. I'll give you Riley Leonard, but that's only four, even if I count RJ Oben and then maybe Mitchell Evans, but like he's got some durability stuff. So like, that's a tough 
conversation just in itself. So I will sell it because six is a lot, man. That's a lot of numbers in the first three rounds. Do you think Chris Mitchell, if Chris Mitchell breaks out and has like a – if he repeats at Notre Dame what he did at FIU and runs what he says he ran – he could be that guy. Yes. But now you're stretching to get to six, yeah, Ryan. Possible. Right. You know? Right. Because the thing you got to think yeah, about yeah, is yeah, a lot it, of Notre Dame. Go ahead. Sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I think we're a little delayed. If, if he if he has 1,100 yards receiving at Notre Dame this next year and runs in four threes, he'll go in the top three rounds. But, again, a lot of variables that need to kick in there. Right. So. Here's the thing also you have to think about. Some of Notre Dame's most talented players, a lot of Notre Dame's most most projectable first two-day, first three-round guys are not going to be eligible for the draft after this year. I mean, you think of Jeremiah Love. You think of uh, uh, Jaden Greathouse, potentially Jordan Faison, although I think he still has a lot to prove. Charles Jagasaw, Sullivan Absher, um, Christian Gray. Bryce Young, Kingston, Drake Bowen. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like there's a lot of guys. Now, another guy to think about too, Ryan, because, you know, like a, you know, does a guy like Rod Hurd have a breakout year and run really well? So, I mean, there, there's potential yeah. where certain things could happen. Jadarian Price has a breakout year, you know, something like that, where, you know, Mitchell Evans is healthy and has a big year. I could see right. Notre Dame getting to six. Riley Mills has the, the year we all are hoping he has. Could Notre Dame get there? Absolutely. But I think to your point, a lot has to go right for them to get yep. to six or more by next year. And it's not even a given mm-hmm. that all those guys would even go pro. I mean, it's not a right. given that Mitchell Evans comes out after next year. He may say, hey, I had a healthy season, but I need to have another one to go up the draft boards. You know, I mean, there's there's that type of thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm selling it. I think it's possible, but. Let's let's let some things play out first. Let's actually see RJ open in the Notre Dame uniform. Let's see Rod Hurd in the Notre Dame uniform. Let's, you know, see what Jack Kaiser can do as an every down guy, you know, because hey, we've seen him mocked in the first round, right? <laughs> so yes, yes. I had I'm, to actually, do I'm actually kind of sorry. I actually want to do some research on it and see when the last time Notre Dame had at least six guys drafted in the first three rounds. Cause like, I, I feel like that doesn't happen too often, man. Like, yeah. I, I think that they got close often. in 24, uh, 2016 or t- in 2013, they got close. One of the, I think it was 2016. Uh, Cause you had, you had um, yeah, they had five. No, they had six. Yeah. You had Ronnie Stanley in round one, Will Fuller in round one, Jalen Smith in round two, Nick Martin in round two, Kavari Russell in round three, CJ Procise in round three, and Sheldon Day in round four. So he was the seventh, but he went lower. And then they had five a couple years ago. Eichenberg, Banks, and Owusu all went in round two. And then Tremble mm-hmm. and Hainsey went in round three. And Ian Book was I always next forget Tommy four. Tremble went that high. Yeah. I always forgot Tommy yeah. Tremble went that high. <laughs> and then 2014, they had five. Zach Martin, Stefan Tuitt, Troy Nicholas, Lewis Nix, and Prince, Prince Watt. So there have been some years but um, where they've gotten close, but they've only gone at that number once. That was the 2016 team. Yep. Which, which, Ryan, I mean, you're talking about some generational type of talents. So, you know, Ronnie Stanley, Will Fuller, right. Jalen Smith. I mean, those were special dudes. You know, and, yes. and and a lot of Notre Dame's dudes like that aren't going to be draft eligible after this year. So that's the other thing to, to think about as well. That's a very good question, though. A very good question. Polaris, six. Will they buy, sell, or hold? Irish go 12-0. and 0. 
and Riley Leonard is a top three Heisman finalist. I will say this, Ryan, if if yep. the first is true, the second will be true. Sure, right. This is gonna be they my will hold. go hand in it's hand. Gonna, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be my hold. I just look, man. Like that's a lot to put on a team. Is it possible? Sure. Is both possible? Sure. It's tough to get in the same season. First and foremost, so I'm going to say hold just because that's that's a lot to put on one team. It's I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have you give this to you in a different way, so that way you can do a buy or sell. Okay. Okay. Buy, sell, or hold. Notre Dame is capable of going 12 and 0, and yeah. Riley Leonard yeah. being a top three Heisman finalist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, both things could happen. I mean, you could also throw in Riley Leonard goes in the first round in next year's draft. Like every, all all those things are on the table. It's just again, there's a lot of variables together. And it's just a lot to put on the table for one team. So is it possible? Well, yes, absolutely. It's possible. I mean, Ryan, Riley Leonard can win the Heisman Trophy and Notre Dame wins a national championship and they don't go 12-0 and in the regular season. That, that, exactly. That's possible, right? Going 12-0 yeah. and is not an easy thing to do. Not easy at all. Buy, sell, or hold from floating Irish. Okay. Buy, buy or sell, and we can also hold, on Jalen Sneed and Drake Bowen being more productive than J.D. Bertrand and Maris Leofal. I will say sell because I think there's going to be more of a rotation at linebacker this year than there was last year. JD was the leading tackler for Notre Dame for three straight years. And a lot of it was out of necessity because there just wasn't a lot of great depth at times during his time at Notre Dame. So I'm going to sell it because I think that Drake is going to play for sure. I think Jalen Sneed play a lot. I think Jaden, uh, Jaden Osbury could play. I think that obviously we're going to see Jack Kaiser play a ton for Notre Dame. And I think Kingston's going to play a decent amount in 2024 as well, and probably play a lot at some point. So I'm going to sell it just based upon, I think it's going to be more of a committee approach and a, a just, I, I think that that's going to be a little bit more of a yeah. group effort than it is of just two players involved. I will say this, Ryan, I'm selling on it because I don't know if Jalen Sneed is going to be able to win a full-time job yet. I, I need to see him do that. If he does, if Jalen Sneed is good enough to lock down a starting job where it's like, that's the dude, then I would actually buy that because to, 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 to be more productive, you'd need 14 tackles or loss or more, right? Because he had 13 and a half last year. You need six sacks or more. I, I could see that if the light goes on for yeah. Jalen. But sure. to your point, I, we don't even know if he's going to be a full-time starter or not yet. And I also, But I also right. agree with you, too. What could hurt that is they could actually be more impactful and not pro, yes. maybe not produce quite as much because, to your point, there is we're going to see Jaden Osbury more. We're going to see you know Kingston more. We're going to see more of that rotation. So And, and if the right. offense is as good as we think, then they're going to be in nickel a whole lot. And we may not yeah. – they may not both be on the field. As much, there's so a, yeah. There's a world that the that the linebacker position is so deep that Drake Bowen ends up having 60 tackles and seven tackles for loss, but he's a stud, right? Like there's right. that there's that reality because right. it's just like Kingston's going to play and a couple of those guys are going to play. Like it, it, there's a reality out there that it's and, incredibly impactful, but it's not the like full stats that you would expect right. out of that impact. But if if the light goes on for Jalen's need, Drake could absolutely do that. But then Jalen also has that kind of production because if the light goes on for Jalen, I think he becomes a phenomenal third down weapon. I, I do. Yeah. I just need to see the light go on first, and we don't even know if Drake's gonna figure it all out this year as well. I think the sure. the over. I think there's a good chance the production could be better, but the overall consistent level play isn't quite as good. 
because sure. they're younger players. Then he also yeah. floating Irish also had another one, Ryan. Buy, sell, or hold. Does one running back get to over a thousand yards rushing this season? That's a tough one, actually, because I do think there's going to be a little bit of a committee approach, at least a two-headed monster there. But I will say bye. I look, I think Jadarian Price is going to be really good, but I'm I'm on the Jeremiah Love wagon. I am. I think mm-hmm. that there's a world where Jeremiah Love only has like 180 rushes but goes over a thousand yards just because he's so explosive, man, and just a crazy yard per carry average. So I will buy it, although I could see it not happening because they're just such as even workload potentially, but I will buy it. I will buy it. Well, Ryan, I, I, here's the thing. Like you look at the, the carries that the, the two backs had in, in 2000 and 2022, Audrick had 156, Logan had 165. Mm-hmm. If for, for, for J- Jeremiah or Jadarian pick one, to have a thousand yards on the number of carries that Logan Diggs had, they'd only have to average six point one yards per carry. That's it. To have a thousand yards on the number of carries that Audric had two years ago, they would only have to average six point four yards a carry. They're both yep. capable of that. That's not a lot of carries. Uh, now, here's yeah. the here's kind of the caveat that I would say is they could have both averaged the number requisite number and not get the number of rushing touches for two reasons. One thing that's way different about this year than two years ago is you're going to have the quarterback taking some of that production away. Sure. I think you're going to be yeah. a little bit more big play in the off on offense where you're not going to have the number of opportunities overall as a team that you had two years ago where you needed to go on long scoring drives in order to get points all the time. I mean, it could be a thing where, well, J- right. Jeremiah didn't get any touches this drive because you ran a play action pass in the first play and threw the ball over top for a 60 yard touchdown to Jordan Faison or Chris Mitchell or Jaden Greathouse or Bo Collins or Deion Colsey or whoever, you know what I mean? Or Mitchell Evans or something like that. You know what I mean? And that's going to yep. take away or, Hey, Jer- J- Jadarian hasn't been on the field in, in three series because you know, Jeremiah housed the first play of the one series and then Riley, you know, took a read zone 50 yards in the next series and they got into the goal line and they put the goal line guy. In. I mean, there's going to be some of that to hold the production down a little bit potentially, but you're correct. I mean, they, you said 180 carries. I mean, if, if yep. Jeremiah only has 150 carries and averages 6.7 yards per carry, that's a thousand yards. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that, so yeah, it's certainly possible. Uh, certainly possible because, I think the 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 quarterback being there could take away some opportunities, but there's also the flip side of it could create more big play opportunities where they don't need the volume that Logan and and Audric had two years ago either. So it'll be interesting. But I I could I, I'm going to buy it, Ryan. I don't know who it's going to be, but I think look, even if you're on the Jeremiah Love train, why can't he have a thousand and Jadarin have eight hundred? You know, or right. or Jadarin has eight hundred or has a thousand rushing. But Jeremiah has mm-hmm. more total yards, even though he doesn't get to a thousand. Right. I mean, both of those things could happen. These kids are dynamic. I mean, these kids yes. are these kids are home runs waiting to happen. I think one of them is going to have a CJ Pro size type six point seven. You know, so, you know Josh Adams. I meant, excuse me, from twenty seventeen, where you know they get to a thousand yards on one hundred and forty carries or something crazy like that because they're just ripping off big run after big run. I could see that. Certainly see yeah. that. 
All right. Let's get down to a couple more here, Ryan. We have a lot more. Here's one from Kenny Moore, buy, seller, hold. My man, Kenny, one of the OGs, buy, seller, hold. Riley Leonard starts all 12 regular season games. Buying, baby. Give me the buy. I have no, I have no, you know, context to add to this other than I believe that he will stay healthy this year. I don't know why. It's a gut feeling. Got another one from Kenny Moore, Ryan. Buy, seller, hold. Notre, any any Notre Dame wideout, pick one, but some Notre Dame wideout this year is going to reach 900 yards receiving. Looks like we lost Ryan there real quick, so it looks like he's having some internet issues. So I'm going to answer this one. Uh, buy, sell, or hold. Notre Dame has a receiver with over 900 yards this season. I'm going to buy that. I do think someone will get to 900. I just don't know that anyone is going to get to 1,000. Uh, that's that's my prediction on that one. We have Let's get to some more of these team buy-seller holds here. I'm going to do the best I can doing this solo. Defacious, Defucious, excuse me, Defucious says, no, buy-seller hold, Notre Dame having the best defense statistically since 1980. Man, that is a tough one. Let me, I got to think about this one because Notre Dame has had some really good statistical defenses in, in the past. I mean, the night, the, the 2012 team gave up like what, 12 points a game. I, I mean, that, that's going to be hard to do because they're just going to be playing better offenses. Yeah, they gave up 12.8 points per game, and that includes giving up 42 to Bama. You know, that, that team only gave up. 305.5 yards per game. This year's team gave up 276.3. Can Notre Dame really keep teams to less than 276.3? Boy, that's, that's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. I'm at the I'm gonna have to sell that one just because of that's asking a lot. I mean, the 1988 team, for example, gave up 11.2 points per game and only gave up a little over 300 yards per game, you know, total yards per game. Boy, that's that's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. I'm going to sell that one. I think it could be a very, very good defense. I think the teams they play are, are too good for me to say it's going to be the best statistical defense since 1980. It could be the best defense, but best statistical, I don't, I don't know if I can go there just because of the teams they play. All right. Here's one for misinformation. And I know, and I, and, and well, I'm going to hold on to that one because I'm hoping Ryan can come back because I want to ask that one with Ryan. Here's from Ronaldo Wins. He's got a couple here that are, t- that are big picture team fall questions. Ronaldo Wins, buy, sell, or hold. Notre Dame has two thousand yard rushers. I'm going to sell that. I don't think that's going to be possible. Even if Notre Dame has the most dynamic offensive line in college football this season, I don't think that's possible because you're going to have the quarterback taking too many carries away for both of them to get over a thousand yards. So I'm going to sell that one. I will. We talked about the one where they both have a thousand yards total, but two of them going over a thousand yards rushing. I'm selling that. Ronaldo wins also says the buy seller hold. Hey, Ryan, you, you uh, sound, sound good. You get everything. Can you hear me? I hope so. Oh, I hope we're okay now. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so we had one, Ryan, that I wanted to ask that I passed because I wanted to ask with you because this kind of goes back to a conversation we had earlier. This is from yep. Misinformation. Buy, sell, or hold. Kingston Asa is the opening day starter at middle linebacker. Yeah, I'm selling opening day. I think that there, I do think there's a reality that where Kingston could start some point in 2024, but I would say that I, 
if I was a betting man, I would have it on Drake Bowen to start the 2024 season. So I will sell him as the opening day starter at Mike. We're going to stay at linebacker for this next one, Ryan, from Ronaldo wins. The linebackers are the be- buy, sell, or hold. The linebackers are the best unit on defense in 2024. Selling that one as well. I, th- I think that the secondary has the inside shot at being the best unit on the defensive side of the football. And I would also put the defensive line potentially is even number two with the, with your known commodities inside a defensive tackle. I mean, is there a world where the linebackers just boom and they're that type of unit? I mean, it's always possible, but if I had to be a betting man, I would sell there because I think that the secondary especially is going to be really good potentially in 2024. Ryan, I will say this and you can, I want to get your immediate reaction to it. If the Notre Dame, Notre Dame linebackers, are the best unit on the Notre Dame football team in 2024, it means one of two things. It is an incredibly underachieving defense with loads of injuries in the secondary D-line, or this is one of the best defenses Notre Dame has had in 30, 40 years. Because for them to be that good with those other groups, that means this defense is insanely good. It's going to be one of those two. If they're just a good defense, and the the, the linebackers won't be the best unit. They're, it's either really bad news or really mm-hmm. good news if they're the best. I agree, because right now I think they're the clear three third favorites of the three levels to be the best in 2024. So if they are the best, that tells you that there is a very good outcome or a less than ideal outcome in the situation. I hope it's the former there, but you know yeah. we'll never know. Because you could we'll argue just raw talent, the most raw talent is at linebacker, just God-given talent. Drake Bowen, Jack Kaiser. Right. I mean, Jack Kaiser is an outstanding athlete. You know, Jalen Sneed, Preston Zinner, Jaden Allsbury, Kingston, Bodie Cahoon, Teddy Rezac. Right. I mean, yep. very talented. But, the, I mean, you're talking about a defensive line that's going to have two six-year seniors and a fifth-year senior, two fifth-year seniors starting up front. You have a, you're you going to have a chance to have yep. one of the best cornerback tandems in college football if, if Christian Gray's as good as we think he's going to be. And, oh, by the way, you have a unanimous All-American coming back at safety for the secondary. You know, so it, yep. it would it'd be asking a lot. We're a lot of people sticking on this Kingston wins. Kingston is going to start one, Ryan. This is from Irish Cheesehead. He's got a few of them. Kingston Villama Oz is starting by the midway point of the 2024 season. I buy that. Yeah, I could buy that at that point. So I think that's where the transition potentially starts. I because I, I agree with you in the fact that I believe that Jack Kaiser could be a really good player moving around a ton. So I think there is a reality where Kingston takes over one of the inside spots and Jack is playing a lot, even starter caliber snaps, but he's moving around a little bit and kind of being a little yep. bit of a Swiss army knife. So I can, I can buy that one. I can buy. I also am more willing to buy that one because it doesn't say Mike. It just says starting. Right. And yes. as I said before, I could see a scenario like everybody thinks if Kingston starts, it means Drake's not. Yeah. Ryan and I have been adamant about it. it could very well be because I don't even know that Kingston will necessarily be a full time Mike when he first gets to Notre Dame. It wouldn't shock me if they cross train him a little bit. The thought that he can do a little bit of both. But there could be a scenario where one of those two guys moves to Will and Notre Dame has both of them starting at I, some point. I just hope they don't move Kingston to Viper. That's yes. a joke, but yes, yes. <laughs> not actually a joke, though. <laughs> I, Irish Cheesehead, buy, seller hold. Eli Raritan leads all tight ends in receiving yards. I'm going to sell it just because as long as Mitchell Evans is back and healthy, I mean, he was your best pass catcher when he was healthy last year, and I think that he is going to return and 
potentially be one of the best tight ends in college football. So I think Eli is going to play a lot, obviously, this year, as long as he's healthy. I think that he's going to become a weapon for Notre Dame's offense this year, if healthy. But I still think that Mitchell Evans is the more likely player to be the leading receiver at tight end, barring any injury setbacks. So I will sell Eli being a higher volume getter than Mitchell, although I think he's going to have an impactful role in the Notre Dame offense. The only way I could buy that is if you told me Mitchell Mitchell's injury was going to keep him out for the first six games. Because even right. if it keeps him out the first three or four games and, and Eli racks up a ton of yards and Mitchell comes back and he's a starter again, the number two tight end is not going to keep up the pace enough to stay there through games 12. It would right. only be half the year. If half the year, then it's possible. Because I could see a scenario where if you, let's say you split it, Mitchell starts or uh, Eli starts the first six with no Mitchell, then the Mitchell starts the last six as part of rotation, where Mitchell could, is going to have more catches than what Eli had. But Eli could still maybe have more yards. I could see something like that, you know, because just because he's he's just such a long, fast guy that he could be more of of a Troy Nicholas type. Remember, Troy had that really high yards per catch average in that one year where he doesn't have the volume that Mitchell has, but he'll have yep. you know, because Mitchell will make some stupid catch for eight yards. Or you're like, dude, that was ridiculous. Like how you know what I mean? But it's just like it went for eight yards, you know, where Eli's going to be running down the seams for big plays and beating teams over the top and stuff like that. So that that's right. kind of picked that. Here's an interesting one from Irish Cheesehead. Buy, sell, or hold. At least three current members of the roster hit the transfer portal before the season opener. That's a, I mean, it's a it's At least a no three brainer. members of the Notre Dame roster? Yeah. The whole roster was saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, buy, buy that. They have to. Three? Yes. They're at 88. Yeah. yeah. They have to. Right. Yeah. I mean – Unless yeah. you're going to get some medical retirements, you kind of have to. You're going to need that. So, yes, buy that one. Last one from Irish Cheesehead, Ryan. Buy, sell, or hold. J&J, which is what he calls Jadarian Price and Jeremiah Love, finish as okay. a top five rushing yards duo among power four teams. I'll buy that. Yeah, I'll buy that. If you extended it to, like, group of five or, like, maybe Toledo has, like, some stupid one-two punch or whatever, yeah. or like – that's always possible, but it, for it being a power four conversation, I will buy that one. Yes, I'll buy it. I'm going to sell it simply because there's going to be some team that just does nothing but rush the football, you know, like, and, and you're just going to see like a mess of yards, you know, like Oklahoma state, right? Like that's a team that's, you know, Ollie Gordon comes out and rushes for 1700 yards and, you know, your next guy rushes for three or 400, something like that. I mean, it may, maybe. I would say this, if you're going to tell me that it's top five total yards, I'm buying without a question. I just still think there's just some teams that are just going to run it more than Notre Dame and not have a quarterback taking some of it away. So I'm selling that rushing yards, but if you're going to give it to me in total yards, I'm buying big time on that one, Ryan. Buying big time. Here's one from Lucky Duck 512 Buy or sell, buy, sell or hold. Cam Williams leads the team in touchdowns, receiving touchdowns in 2024. I'll sell it. I think that Cam's going to play a lot, but I think that there's still going to be some guys that are veterans that are going to cut into opportunity, obviously. I mean, talk about Chris Mitchell, Bo Collins, Jaden Greathouse, Jane Thomas. I, I also think that the tight ends will be heavily involved in the red zone more than likely. I could see Mitchell Evans having a role in there. I could see the running backs just being more of the red zone weapons just in general in some capacity. So I will sell that one, although I do think that Cam will make a year one impact. Here's one from Bergier. I, I hope I'm saying that right. Bergier 23. Here's a buy, seller hold. 
This is for the entire season. Kenny Minchie beats out Steve Angeli for the number two spot. Oh, uh, man, I hope so. Um, and I hope so just because I want the more talented player to eventually be the, the heir apparent type of situation, right? But I will – I'm going to use my hold in this section. I haven't used the hold yet. I'm going to hold just because I'm cautiously optimistic for Kenny, but I feel like I keep counting out Steve, man, and he keeps just kind of yeah. doing his thing and doing his job, right? So I, I'll hold on that one. I'm holding because I think it's going to be either Kenny or CJ. One of the two will do it is why I'm holding. I okay. just don't know that it will necessarily be Kenny. I, it could be. It certainly could be. Also from per gear 23, buy, seller hold. An undefeated Notre Dame gets revenge on Louisville. So I, by I that point I, time, go ahead. Yes. I, I was just going to read oh, the no, schedule just, just in case you were thinking who they had to play first. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna take it. I'm I'm gonna buy it um, because I, I think as long as you get past Texas A&M, I think that you have a good opportunity to be undefeated before Louisville, and I think that Notre Dame gets payback against Louisville. I I find it hard to believe that Notre Dame is gonna lose to Louisville two two years in a row. Like I just yeah. find it a little bit of a hard belief. So I think that there will be a little bit of bad taste in your mouth, and I think that you will come out against the Cardinals and whoop some butt. I buy it too, Ryan. I think they beat Texas A&M, and then after that, you've got Northern Illinois at Purdue, Miami of Ohio before you play Louisville. So, yes, I think Notre Dame will be yeah. 4-0, and I think that Notre Dame is going to smash Louisville this year. I do. I so, think they're going to be really pissed off for that game. I do. Yep. And, and, and and maybe that's maybe that's more of a wishful thinking, but mm-hmm. I, I, I do. And then the last one from Bergier23, and Ryan, this is right up your alley, buddy. Buy, sell, or hold. Okay. Jeremiah Love makes the Doak Walker finalist. Uh, I'm going to say because he has the whole, he has to share touches in the run game, especially with both Riley Leonard and Jadarian Price and the other running backs on the roster. I'm going to sell it. I think that he's going to be a very impactful player. I think he's going to have a great season. But I mean, the Doak Walker Award winner last year ran for like over fourteen hundred yards in Ollie Gordon, right? So I mean, I just don't think he'll have the sheer volume to yeah. seventeen hundred. I don't think he'll have the sheer volume to be able to be in that conversation. But I do believe that he will be a very impactful player. But I'm going to sell the Doak Walker finalist conversation right now. Buy seller hold from Chief One Al Washington proves himself as to be a top D line coach and his D line to be a top five D-line unit in college football next year. I don't know that many great defensive line coaches nationally, honestly. So I'm going to, I'm going to say bye just out of ignorance, I guess. I think that he can have that extent, uh, that ascension. I think if you saw the growth from year one to year two it was tremendous growth as a coach. And if he takes another jump in year three with a decent amount of veterans coming back, I think that he can ascend to be in that type of conversation. Yes. Well, and we both argue that that the, they're going to have more talent on the D line this year with the additions yes. of RJ Oben and and Bryce Young and guys like that, plus Josh Burnham's and Bubakars and those guys getting older. That the rotation mm-hmm. will have more talent this year. Also from Chief One, Ryan, buy, sell, or hold. The offense as a whole plays like a top five offense in college football next year. Buying it, yeah, I'm fully mm-hmm. in on it. As as long as Riley Leonard stays healthy and the wide receivers play up to the standard that we think that they can, I think that that is a yes to me because I think the running backs are going to be very good. I think your tight end position is going to be really good. I think the offensive line might have a couple bumps early on, but I think by the stretch of the season, they're going to be a very good unit at some point in the 2024 season. And 
you have a dynamic element at quarterback as long as he's healthy. So as, as long as there's not a long string of injuries, I believe that they can do that. Yes. So I will buy that. Speaking along those lines, Ryan, this is from Gorm is or buy, sell or hold. Notre Dame wins two games in the college football playoff in 2024. So first round game, quarterfinal game. I'm going to buy it because I am very hopeful, right? Like I'm very hopeful. And I think that this team does have the opportunity to be very good. And when you just kind of look at some of the rosters around college football, I, I do think it's going to be a, another kind of open year, you know, and, and it's going to be, there's going to be some decent parity in college football in 2024, similar to what it was in 2023. So I think Notre Dame has an opportunity there. So I'll buy it just off of being an optimist. I'm, I'm buying it too, Ryan. And also partly because of what I broke down yesterday, which is what, there's this angst about the you know Notre Dame if they're a top three or four team should get a buy and as I explained if in 2018 if Notre Dame would not if it was a 12 team playoff and and you attribute teams to who they played if Notre Dame would have gotten a buy in a 12 team playoff they'd have played Georgia in round two if they would not have gotten a buy and had to play in round one they would have gotten uh, I think it was like West Virginia in round one and then Colt UCF in round two. I cheated a little bit and used UCF, even though they're in the big 12 now, because there really wasn't another group of five team that would, could have got yeah. that. But the the point being, it's going to be, you know, flip it. You either get the group of five champ at the 12 seed, and then you have to play the worst of the four conference champions in round two, as opposed to, and then the other year it was, you would have had to play in 2020 you'd have got Coastal Carolina in the first round and then you would have right. gotten the winner of and then you would have played uh, uh I think it was um Cincinnati who was the number 8 ranked team in the second round if you got a bye you'd had to probably play Texas A&M in the second round so again this actually creates an easier path to Notre Dame to win to the question is going to be because mm-hmm. if is can they win beyond two so i'm i'm excited about this season I'm, a, I'm an eternal optimist, Ryan, so I'm going to buy that as well. Here's a buy, seller hold from one of our OGs, John Klimek. Buy, okay. seller hold. A linebacker leads the team in sacks this year. Oh, I'm selling that one. I'm selling that one. I th- I think I my, my, my clear favorite is RJ Oben. I think that he is the guy that is most likely that guy, or else I think it's going to be somebody at the Viper position. Could it be Jalen Sneed if he's a full-time player? It's always possible, yeah. right? But I'll lean towards the edge in the sack conversation for me. Agree. I agree with that, Ryan. All right. Got some more here. Let's get to, we're on page three now, Ryan. So we are getting close to wrapping this bad boy up, but we do have some good ones here that I want to get to. Let's get to here. All right. I'm not going to ask that one. That was mean. Okay. Here we go. Buy, seller hold. This is from I am Tenzin and I am not reading the rest of Kyle Wade's name, but it's from Kyle Wade. It's the year. Buy, sell, or hold. It's the year youth really takes over. Over, under. So he's actually doing a little bit different. Over, under. 16 starters being third year or younger since we have four to six-year players on the roster. So 16 being third Uh year or younger. I'm going sell. Just thinking about this off. I mean, you're going to have Riley. Because you'd have to have more than six Uh seniors or older. Riley Leonard is in that group. Chris Mitchell's in that group. Mitchell Evans is in that group. Mm-hmm. Pat Coogan is in that yep. group. Tosh Baker's in that group. So even if you only count one of those two starts, you're there. Uh, you have yep. uh, defensively, 
your defensive line wipes that out. You're going to have fifth or six-year seniors at linebacker. That's eight. And you're going to have Xavier Watts as a fifth-year senior. That's nine. You're going to have Jordan Clark at Rover. That's 10. And you're going to have Jack Kaiser. That's 11. So I will say this. I think that we're going to see a ton of freshmen, sophomores, and juniors in the rotation and in the two deep. The the sophomore and freshman yeah. class, especially the sophomore class this year, Ryan, is going to make a big impact, but they're sure. not going to dominate the starting lineup yet. Yeah. Yet. I think they're going to play a ton. So I, I, I would agree there. I think it's sell. I just don't think there's enough available spots that there's not a proven veteran in. So I will, I will sell that one as well. And then this is going to be the last one, Ryan. Okay. Oh, I no, there's one more that I have to have to have to go with here. Uh from Spark 5219, buy seller hold Mike Denbrock will have back to back Heisman Trophy winner. I gotta sell for now, man. I'll, I'll put a hold on it because I think it's possible. I think there's a, a scenario that it could happen, but I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it for now. I'm gonna sell it for now. But I would put a hold on it possibly as well. Last one, Ryan. Forgive me for this one. Yep. This is from T Bed Fifty Six. Buy, seller, hold. Are we buying or selling Ryan's most recent? I'm going to be nicer on Twitter initiative. Personally, I am oh, selling here. I, <laughs> I I already sold because I literally said in that thread, "Whoops!" Because somebody started saying something ignorant, so I quote tweeted them. So yes, it's over with already. It's it, impossible it to be like that way on minutes. Twitter, Ryan. If you're going to engage yeah. with, see, like. If you're just going to do what I usually do and just post stories, then it's easy to do. But the minute I start responding to people like yesterday, there's just was so many idiots on Twitter yesterday talking yeah. about Notre Dame is not going to get a buy as if like that's new. It's like, I just can't help myself. People are stupid gonna, and they need to be well, called. I, I think sometime. I'm, every time I make a tweet now, I think I'm just going to set it to mute that tweet. So I don't have to see anybody <laughs> say anything, honestly, <laughs> like that's kind of my next step. So there you go. There you go. Well, that's going to do it, Ryan. We did have a couple super chats. I just want to bring up here real quick from Jim Halloran. Okay. Thank you for the super chat, Jim. Man. Buy, sell, or hold. Uh, here's my pen penalty donation. Thanks for all you do. So not sure my buy, sell, or hold follows the rules. So I'm going to have to go follow. I'm going to have to go buy or find, see if I can find <laughs> Jim's buy, sell, or hold. So I don't know what your buy, sell, or hold was, Jim, because we weren't taking any from the group. But um let me see if I can find his buy seller. I can't find his buy seller hold. Um, I think it had something to do with Jim, Joe uh, Joe Rudolph's coaching flight, perhaps. I'm not quite sure, Jim. So I – oh, here we go. Buy seller hold. Joe Rudolph steps up his coaching in 2024. Yeah, I, I buy it because I, I think that it's just a year two maturation, if nothing else. You know, if, if everything exactly the same as it was last year, you're just going to see guys in a second year under a, a, a offensive line coach take a step forward so i will i will buy that one yes jim and the last one ryan this is from christopher hardy says came in late okay. thank you for the super chat by the way christopher we appreciate that very much came in late sorry if this was already asked buy seller hold the 2024 defense has more interceptions than the 2023 defense for the record that means they would need more than 16 interceptions I'm buying that one. I'm buying because I think that yes, you're not gonna, you're not going to see as many most likely with with a Xavier Watts. You're not going to see him have seven, but I think a couple of the guys that you replaced, although Cam Hart was excellent and Thomas Harper was rock solid at nickel, I do think you're putting a couple new guys in there that might have better ball skills and might be able to create some more turnovers. So I think you're going to supplement the loss of maybe Xavier Watts not having as many. 
but I think that you're eventually going to get over that number because I think there's just a, there's a lot of ball skills in that secondary, man. A lot of guys that I think can create some turnovers. I'm with you on that, and I, I I think that not only that, Ryan, I do expect an even more – I think the pass rush is going to take an even bigger jump this year. I think they're going to keep building and getting better and better these next three years. And, and not yeah. only – it's the combination for me, Ryan. It's, yes, there's better ball skills in the secondary this year. I think Rod Hurd's going to have much better ball skills. Anna Don Schuler, whoever those two guys are, are going to have better ball skills than the combination of D.J. Brown and Ramon Henderson. It's going to be harder to avoid Xavier Watts by the end of the year. I think people are going to do it early in the year. Benjamin Morrison it obviously has has very good ball skills, but now you're going to have better ball skills on the other side with Jaden Mickey and Christian Gray both have better ball skills than Cam Hart. They're, they may not be the, the, yep. the same all-around players that Cam Hart was, and I would argue they're not going to be next year. Sure. From a pure ball skill standpoint, there's, there's no doubt. That's the biggest knock that NFL yep. teams have on Cam outside of the injury history is can he make more plays in the football? And so yes. we'll see that. But on top of that, I think it's going to be a more impactful pass rush this season. I do. Because I think it's going to be an even longer, more athletic deep front seven. I, I, you know, Will the linebackers be as good as J.D. Bertrand and Marist and Jack Kaiser were last year? Maybe not. Are they going to be bigger and more explosive and more athletic? Yes, they will be. Yep. The defensive line is going to be more athletic, in my opinion. I, Josh Burnham and, and R.J. Oban may not be a better d- duo than overall than what Javante and Nana were last year, but they're going to be better pass rushers, in my opinion. They're going to be sure. more – they're more explosive athletically. So I think the combination of the two is why I'm, I'm with you. I'm on board on that one, Ryan. I am a buy. I think they will have more interceptions this year. I I think they're also going to have more recovered fumble. I think this team is going to force a lot of turnovers because I think they're also going to have more they, – they were in the top, I think, five nationally last year, Ryan, in in uh, – force fumbles but they mm-hmm. weren't very good at recovering them i'm actually going to look that up because yeah. I, I believe i'm correct on that notre dame had ranked tied for second in college football last year with 18 forced fumbles that's a lot the problem is they just they didn't recover a lot of them and they ranked uh, 44th and recovered fumbles so got to pick up on some of those balls man but yeah i think they're going to be a very impactful defense this year so, Mr. Roberts, that's going to do it, man. Any other buy seller holds that you want to ask that you feel good or do? I think I think they I think the chat nailed them, man. I think I think the the yeah, board I should say nailed them. I think we had some really good ones, man. That's some really yeah, good. We had a couple of super chats in at the end too. Yeah, so, yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's going to do it for today's show, folks. Uh, Six o'clock tonight. Obviously, we're going to have a Notre Dame midweek mailbag from the team of Sean Styers and those guys, Vince and Jesse. I'll be back tomorrow with a solo show. Going to have some things to talk about. I'm going to preview the Notre Dame running backs. Will certainly be one of the topics that I'll discuss tomorrow. So I'll be back with you guys again. And then Friday, Ryan and Sean will be together for the Notre Dame recruiting show, the Notre Dame recruiting hour. And uh, so jam-packed. And, of course, Sean and I will be back on Saturday for our new RTCF show. So we got a busy week coming up. And, of course, we're going to have some intel on the board coming up. Ryan's already put some intel on the board. You're going to want to join the message board, folks. I, I'm going to challenge you again. Sign up and give us two months. Give us through spring ball. $4.99 a month. It'll cost you less than $10. It'll cost you less than a Big Mac meal at McDonald's for two months' worth of IB content. If you haven't signed up, I'm telling you, check it out, boards.ashbreakdown.com. I think you're going to be hooked. I think you're going to be hooked. But give us a shot. And it's just it's also just a way to support Irish Breakdown and what we're doing here at IB. So definitely give us a whirl. So Ryan, great show, man. This is a great idea. Just so y'all know, this is 100% Ryan's idea. I think this is a great idea. And I also think we might make this a regular thing. 
you know, or at least a more a more consistent thing because this was an awesome show, Ryan. Just a great show. The, the chat did a great job. We'll always do it with members only. I think it's just something to kind of school to as a shout out to the people that are the, the premium members. So I don't know if it'll be a weekly thing or if it'll be, you know, what it's going to be, but it, it, it brings a little bit of different flavor than the, 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 the mailbag, I think, Ryan, you know what I mean? Cause it's, it's just a little bit of a different deal. So we'll, we'll, we'll do this a little bit more often. I had a lot of fun, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to do it again. So great idea, Mr. Roberts. That's going to do it for today's show, everybody. Thank you all so much. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit the notification bell, share this podcast, sign up for the message boards, give us a five-star review, sign up for our newsletter as well. If you haven't done so, you can buy some of the merch stuff. All the great things we have to offer at Irish Breakdown. For Ryan, I'm Brian. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. And we'll talk to you again very soon on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.